What's going on, Bulls Nation? Welcome in to CHGO Bulls Post Game. Coming to you live here from our downtown studios in the West Loop of Chicago. I'm Peck. You can follow me on Twitter at Bulls underscore Peck. My guy, Big Dave. Bam! Bam! BNWL Sports. Our pound producer, Joey Spathis, on the controls. Hey, Joey, stand up. We are CHGO underscore Bulls. Our pound producer is Joey. Our our other pal, Willie Gogali, will Let join fix us it, Joe. from the United Center later on in tonight's postgame show. Following tonight's win over the Pistons. Bulls win! There it is. One more, Joe. Bulls win! One more for KC. Bulls win! Thank you, sir. 119-108, the final over the Pistons. Uh, shout out to one of our ride or dies, uh, Brett, who I saw on Twitter before tip off predicted 118 110 bull. Yes, you did, Brett. So close, Brett. Yes, you did, so Brett. Uh, one more fiction, by the way. One more shout out also to our guy, Casey McNeil, who hey. joined us pregame in case y'all missed it. Uh, the coolest guy, Chicago actor who just found our, our silly Lawrence's fake movie poster yes. on Twitter the other day shout and turned it into an actual trailer. Uh, it was really, it was really cool. Get to know him, chat with him. It's a cool dude, man. Cool dude with one of the coolest voices I've ever Greatest heard. Greatest voice, man. Man, I'm sure he's a great actor, man. Make sure you hire him, follow him on all social media. Get to know this young man. He shall be back. This will not be his uh, last time here. Lawrence is very excited, dude. He's mad that he was not here to see it. Yeah. Um, but I told him to hit him up on social media, and we need a part two. We do. And al- do also, uh, just like it's, you know, it's almost always the case when I chat with fellow Bulls fans who I'm just meeting for the first time, I, I loved hearing what KC had to say about the Bulls and his yeah. thoughts. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's always a fan. Just, it's always great getting different takes from, yeah. from new people, from interesting people. Absolutely right, man. And we told him to come on out to the takeover. This Friday. This Friday. I'm who knows? By then, we might be a 500 team. Maybe. Or a team on the cusp of getting back to 500? Maybe. Maybe. But there it is right there. I I still think, as of maybe last night, there were a couple of tickets left. Yes. Still available. Just a couple. Act now. Not many. Grab them. Better get them. If you're em. a CSJO diehard, you get those at a nice discounted price. Come on through, man. Come on, me, KC. He's as tall as Matt with Dude, the voice taller. matching. He's got a. He's taller than me, and he's got a more deep, booming voice than I is do. That, is that what it is? The taller you are, the deeper the voice. I guess. Is that how it is? Okay. I mean, to Ken Mutombo. Well, my voice is pretty. <laughs> my voice is pretty deep for a uh, short, short king. My voice is pretty deep. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you do this, Joey? I'm serious. What? No, you're not. Why would you do 100% this? Hundred percent serious. You're not. You're not serious. How okay. tall are you again? Five nine. Why do you hesitate? What? Five nine? Yeah. You sure? You had to think 100%. about whether to say that or to say the actual truth, which is 5'8". No, it's 5'9". Okay. It's you false. sure about that? 100% sure. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, welcome in, everybody tuning in on YouTube. Thanks, y'all, for joining us. We'll Tom get to Cruise. as many of y'all's comments as we can throughout tonight's show. Throw us some super chats if you feel so inclined. Hit the like button. Yeah. And uh, I, I've seen a couple of people in the comments already saying, like, okay, yeah, you got to win. I don't know if it changes how I feel. Um, I saw somebody else talking about the half-court offense and the lack of movement, especially in the starting unit, still being a frustration. Sure. And that was on display tonight. But, I, you know, we, we can circle back to that, but I think we need to start by giving the Bulls bench some credit. Woo! Like, you know, yes, DeMar led the way tonight with 29, mm-hmm. a team high. Vooch got it going after a slow start. He finished with 21. Um, Kobe 16, Zach 19. Mm-hmm. But Drummond with a big double-double yes. off the bench. Bringing energy. He was good. Crashing the tonight. glass. Yes. And Io DeSumo. 
We Ooh. were talking in pregame about Alex Caruso's absence, and that may be finally leading to more than 10 to 12 minutes for Javon Carter. Yeah. Who yeah. we've been saying we would not mind seeing more of. Not mind. Um, and maybe it has to do with it looked like Javon hurt his shoulder at some point early in that game. Yeah. He did come back on the floor after that, but sparingly as far as minutes. Also had his knee wrapped up, too. Also had a knee wrapped. Mm -hmm. Io ends up playing 27 minutes yeah. compared to Javon Carter's 12, but Io was great. He was. 13 points on 6 of 7. Was the only bull who felt like running tonight, apparently. Because he, he, beat, he beat the Pistons in transition repeatedly tonight. Like, I think yeah. that was five of his, of his six field goals was Io just beating the Pistons down the floor in transition. You know, it, it was just fun to see, to mm -hmm. be honest with you. Um, I like when Io has these kind of games. I always credit him for having a great game within the game kind of thing. And he never has looked out of place, even when there wasn't a place carved out for him. This season, I mean, um, I credit him with just finding exactly where it works for him. Mm -hmm. uh, even when it's crowded, and the backcourt is crowded, for goodness sakes. But every time he comes in, he finds something. So now you've noticed uh, this year his stuff has taken more uh, interior. You know, he gets to the mid-range a mm -hmm. little bit more. He drives it more. And he's uh, improved his three-point shooting, you know, to this point right now. But tonight, with Caruso out, he got the chance to have the ball in his hands a lot more mm -hmm. and a chance to just create a lot more. And nobody wanted to run with him. Like you mentioned, yeah. like nobody felt like running with Io. And he was like, I don't give a damn. I'm going to run and I'm going to get these buckets. I'm going to draw this contact. And he did just a great job of that, man. And he was frustrating uh, guys like Kate Cunningham on defense. Yeah. Like you saw them kind of got the full Io DeSumo experience tonight. And, and I mean, it was coming on the heels of another slow sluggish bad start yeah. the bulls yeah who were down big oh my goodness early in this game uh you know pistons running circles around him. and then the bulls make that run late in the first uh second quarter where i think it, it ended up being a 20 to 2 run by the yeah. bulls yeah uh you know that was stamped by a zach levine alley-oop mm -hmm. that forced the pistons timeout where did that alley-oop come from Io running the floor in transition. Io's sure fingerprints were all over that comeback. Like and the Bulls taking control back in this game. Like when the last time you seen Zach get an alley oop or a nice dunk like that? It's it's been a minute. It was fun to watch because he looked a little lethargic again tonight. Mm -hmm. um, but it was fun to get him involved because he's like, "Hey, I'm running, guys. Anybody else want to join me tonight? Anybody? Oh, fine. You're already down there. Fine. I'll just find you." And he got found him with that alley oop like. He got everybody involved offensively and defensively. And he, like you said, man, his fingerprints were literally all over this game for them. And it's felt like the same thing Caruso would do, yeah. honestly. Like, you can tell he's been under that tutelage of uh, Alice Caruso because his defense was on point. It really was. And you can't run the break without a good defensive play mm -hmm. happening. There's no way. You can't just be running, you know, fast breaks without something good happening on the defensive end. So when something good would happen, a turnover, a steal, or something of that nature, Ayodosumu gets the ball, and he's out. What do you have, three steals? Four, like, I think. Four steals. Four. Four steals for Ayodosumu tonight. So Eight. he really did just have a really, really good game for the Bulls coming off the bench and doing it in 20-plus minutes. Like, 
it wasn't a lot of time out there for him, mm-hmm. but he made the most of it, as he's done, honestly, all season long. Uh, Eric in the comments said, going to be honest, really like Javon, but I questioned why bring in another point guard when we've got Io. Let him lead the second unit. I mean, I still still like it when Javon Javon is on the floor confidently launching and knocking down threes. You dig? (laughs) Something this team kind of needs. We need that, dog. We need that. I can't sit and depend on transition buckets game after game after game for this team. At some point in time, you're going to have to slow it down and hit a three-point shot. Yeah. And Javon Carter did that, you know what I'm saying, for the Bulls tonight and has been doing that before he got uh, hurt because it obviously bothered him because we didn't really see him like that again after that uh, happened. So we'll see what it looks like in the back-to-back as well. I want to see if he plays in this next one. But no, no, don't do that. (laughs) Don't do that, man. Don't just say, I don't need another shooter. That's how we get in the situations that we've gotten in, thinking we don't need shooters. You need shooters out there, and you're going to need Javon Carter for sure this season. Nah, man. Bulls Brain Trust says, to hell with that. Shooters. We don't need no stinking shooters. Uh, shout out to our guy, French Bulls TV. Said, Aya was paramount to our win. Great use of paramount. Yes, very nice. Uh, Drummond was too. Their defense, their rebounds, their energy was yeah. excellent. It, yeah. it really was like a jolt of electricity when that second unit came in there. Um, Drummond's activity... Good and, and I, bad, but yeah. it's it's activity. Mostly good, though. It's activity. It was and it was good. mostly good. And, and Io movement, like again, uh, I mentioned somebody commenting on it early uh, at the top of tonight's show. There were still those lethargic half court offensive moments tonight, yeah, where you just see guys standing around. Nobody's yes. making cuts off the ball. Nobody's setting off ball screens for each other. Yeah, and you're like, what? What will it take to get this team to move? The, the whole time we're sitting there and all three of us are watching with uh, KC, who used to play, and we're watching the game with him, and that's all KC continued to say was, how come nobody's cutting? Like, nobody would make a cut. And it's weird, Matt, because that's something that I remember them doing well in previous seasons. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember going back to Patrick's rookie year, I remember that's something he did well. Mm-hmm. I remember it. It was like he would just be on the baseline cutting all day. I remember when Io did it all the time. Like his rookie season, I watched him cut, yep. cut often. Yep. He did it a lot. Caruso had a little play with Zach Levine mm-hmm. where they would fake the back door and Zach would cut to the bucket and he would hit with a bounce pass, wide open dunk for Zach. There, was a, there used to be a lot of motion and cutting in this offense, and now it just feels like everybody's pretty stagnant and just chilling out and watching and waiting and hoping for something to occur. Yeah. Um, you, you mentioned Zach. He, I mentioned finished with 19. Six of 14, one of six from three. So another tough night for Zach Shooting, who hasn't quite found his three ball yet. He finally hit one late in the fourth quarter, though, when the Bulls were trying to maintain and protect that lead Mm -hmm. to close this one out. So Mm -hmm. at least he hit the big one when it counted. Uh, He did also get to the line and go six of six from the free throw line tonight, which is good. The Bulls needed to match at at the free throw line. Detroit went 21 to 26, Bulls 20 to 25. Both of these teams were pretty, uh, pretty, just kind of blech from behind the three-point line tonight. Correct. The Bulls did not lose the three-point battle. No, they didn't. 11 of 30, 36.5%. Detroit, 11 of 32 mm. for a slightly worse percentage. So, technically, <laughs> the Bulls won, kind of. They didn't win on points. Yo. But they were more efficient and didn't lose points 
behind yeah. the three-point line tonight. They Victory. They, they put up numbers good enough to win. Yeah. Uh, just looking at the numbers, you know, that you would look – the 48% from the field, the 36% from three, took 33s uh, for the Bulls, which for the Bulls is – yeah. Uh, the 25 free throws, which is great. Big. <laughs> that is an awesome thing for the Bulls. But, Matt, for me, it was the 12 steals, 12 to 4 in the steals column, and six turnovers was all the Bulls had. Six turnovers is what they had. Protecting the ball, man. And my other favorite one, because I know the reason why they won this, but the Bulls points in the paint, they won 52 to 44. And we all know the reason they did was because that man Durant, Durant wasn't in the game. We get it. Thank you for taking the game off, sir. We appreciate it. Hope you feel better. Get well. Get well, get well, Sue. We want you to get well. <laughs> get well, man. But, dude, thanks for sitting down tonight because we were able to do something in the paint, and that was very, very helpful. Vooch looked much more comfortable yeah. down there in the paint, man. He looked like old Vooch, and his three-point shot went in as well. We'll get into him later. But, but yeah, like those, those numbers are con- conducive to winning. When I'm thinking of a team who won – that's exactly what it would sound like. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, 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 okay, fine. You won the game. I'm not thinking you destroyed the team, but I'm thinking you won the game. Yeah. Uh, get well, get well. <laughs> Remind me, would you like to share with, with our fellow Bulls fans out there the discovery that you and our, and our new best friend Casey made tonight while watching Drummond's first half action? Well, I credit Casey for the inspiration because I was just running my mouth like I do. And then I just was talking, and, and I literally just called him – Basketball Kramer. Like, <laughs> in case he said, oh, shit, that's it. I was like, you know what? You're right. That is it. <laughs> I was like, that's exactly what he is. Basketball Kramer is what my man Andre Drummond is, man. Just falling ass backwards into things. You know what I mean? Don't know how he got it, but he got it. Chaotic perpetual motion. I mean, just all <laughs> the time. Every time you see, you just like, how did this happen? You know what I mean? Like, how? How? How did it go this way? Because he's basketball but, Kramer. It just, I mean, Bulls, Bulls don't win this one without him, though. That's have the Merv Griffin set in his, in his house. You know what I'm like, how does, why? Why do you have this, man? Like, yeah, drumming is something else. But Coming soon, underwear model for Calvin Klein. <laughs> the beach! Andre Drummond. <laughs> uh, you, you mentioned the, the Bulls taking care of the ball tonight, Dave, and, and I think that is uh, vi- vitally important. Not only to tonight's win, but for any time the Bulls are going to find their way to a victory this season. Mm-hmm. If if they don't fix their half-court offense, mm-hmm. which still looks broken more often than not. Yeah. Because uh, you can't have a slow, broken, uninventive offense and be careless with the ball. Yes. You need to protect the ball and make the most of each of your possessions. Facts. The Bulls did that tonight. They won the points-off turnovers battle over the Pistons 25-9. to Yes. Um, and again, yeah, a lot of that credit goes to... Bulls defense for coming up with some big steals mm-hmm. uh, and making the most of it, especially Io in transition. Just, just great stuff. Yeah, man, it was really great stuff, and just good to see them play this way. Because, like you said, how it started, it didn't feel like that. It was like, oh, really? We're gonna come out like this and get this kind of L? Yeah. And yeah, they took over. They started hitting shots after I think they went what one for nine, one for ten, or something. They immediately went four for four. Saw Kobe hit a three, you know what I mean? You saw guys start hitting shots, and then the bench came in. And it started after that, and the Bulls never looked back. Uh, flip side, 23 in the comments said, Drummond played bully ball all night. Need it. He did. Need, need, yeah. need the Bulls to, you know, throw some throw some bodies throw around them, there. Throw them, and, pl- and again, Drum- like, 
Drummond's playing for his old team. Mm-hmm. Let's not forget this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's playing against his old squad, too. Oh, guys. you're referring to the straight-up bitches? Yes, that squad. Drummond's old team. <laughs> the straight-up bitches. <laughs> oh, I feel good on nights when I'm wearing this shirt, and they win. Oh, if, yeah. You know, you well, we got our great. asses kicked by Detroit a couple weeks ago, and I was right, wearing this shirt. I was right. like, I don't even deserve to wear this. Right. Now, I think about that stuff when I watch uh, – Fans, you know, paint their face yeah. and go out there and wear all that garb. Like, yeah. how do you feel after a loss, after you've done all of that? Knowing you've been up five in the morning. Right. You know what I mean? Getting like that dude stuff. who they showed, the Raiders fan in the front row with that Sunday football game. Bro, that's when you I know, had the thought. Ah! Right. That's exactly Hated what I had head the to thought. Toe. Bro. He's got, like, shredder shoulder right. spikes <laughs> yes, going on. Yes. Like, He's not playing around. Yeah. So imagine they get mollywop 42 to 10 and you go home with that. It's just, oh, God, that's got to be depressing. But. It's not a present when you win. No, it's not. <laughs> Feels pretty nice. Uh, <laughs> Nugsy Bucks said, drums basketball Kramer because he'll F up an easy layup. I mean, occasionally. Yeah. Yeah. He'll do all those things. But he, like, he got some putbacks. He also, uh, when he was crashing the boards, had a great kick out for that one. Uh, I think it was like an IO pull-up mid-range yes, on a second possession. When Drummond was just trapped around a million bodies Three in the paint. people surrounding yeah, him. Yeah, and you're like, oh, don't go up with that. Right. <laughs> Best case scenario, we're getting one free throw out of this. Correct, like, correct. But no, I think Drummond made made the most of, of his work on the boards tonight. He played well, man. Like, his IQ was was was, was uh, churning tonight. Like, yeah. He played well. Can't we take that from him. We want you to play well. <laughs> play well, play well, Sue. We want you to play well. <laughs> Uh, let's take our first quick break. We'll come back, get some more of y'all's thoughts uh, as we wrap up a Bulls win over the Pistons to get them back to four and six. Ten games in, Woo. slightly below 500. Woo. That's Chicago Bulls basketball, baby. Wow. Setting the court on fire. <laughs> Only the Bulls. Only the Bulls. Yeah, Bulls. <laughs> Only the four and six Chicago Bulls. Boom, 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 boom. Boom, 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 boom. Uh, I hate my life. <laughs> oh, my goodness. We are random. <laughs> <laughs> Big Dave, who's up first? You know what? All this energy, sometimes mm. you got to burn it off, man. Got to. All this win or lose, you got to keep yourself right. Got to keep yourself tight. You know what I'm saying? For yourself and your significant other. You got to keep yourself together. And a cool place and wonderful place to do it, y'all, is the Midtown Athletic Club. Mm-hmm. I mean, that Midtown, all right? And you want to go to the athletic club, all right? We're not just going to a gym, all right? No, 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 no. We go into the club, the athletic club, Midtown. They don't play around. Does 50 Cent go there? Oh, you hear my pack? Did you hear him? <laughs> Dang it. When I hear going to the club. Hey, you can find him in the club. <laughs> Bottle full of water. <laughs> But, it's, but, yes, they have four wonderful locations, man. One in Palatine in the North West Suburbs. One in Bannockburn, Bannockburn, Bannockburn. In the North Shore, Willowbrook in the Southwest Suburbs. The Midtown Athletic Club and Hotel in the middle of Bucktown and Lincoln Park. Matt Peck sister approved, ladies and gents. What's up, sis? So, of course, the Midtown Palatine has launched a multi-million dollar transformation of the club, which will be complete by early 2024. So just in time, guys, for your New Year's resolutions to get that thing up off you, to get that gook up off you, Midtown Athletic Club will be ready for you to do your thing. So it's something for everyone at the club, too, y'all. 
Some for everybody. This club ain't just like the club you go to at night. No, 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 no. This is not for everybody. Single people, families with kids, people to look and make lifestyle changes and holistic wellness. They you got it for everybody. Club. Like, would they let me in? Matt, they you would be the first person they let in, okay? They cool. see you, they're gonna say, Matt, bring you in your shirt. Come on in. <laughs> To the Midtown Athletic it's so Club. so nice of them. Yes, they will. They will, will do these wonderful things, and they have so many wonderful things there at the Midtown Athletic Club. What separates them from a gym? Let me let you know. The Super Luxe locker rooms with the wet and dry saunas and premium amenities. Amazing outdoor and indoor pools and hot tubs. Collection of boutique fitness studios with more than 100 classes per week included in your membership. This ain't gym quality, nah, nah. These spaces are boutique quality. There's something different, y'all. Of course, they got the high-intensity interval training. They got the yoga. They got your boxing. They got your spinning cycling. They got your cross-training. They got your group exercises. Everything you're going to need to keep it right and keep it tight and keep up with people like young Joey Spathis, they're going to have you covered at the Midtown Athletic Club, y'all. The best tennis courts and programming in the sport. You know who raves about those courts? Mm. Our boy Karn. Really? Raves oh. about the tennis courts at the Midtown Athletic Club. Right. Also, Adam Hogue raves about the Midtown Athletic Club. Just a couple of tennis pros. That's what they are. That's how they roll, man. Karn is not probably somebody I don't want to play on the tennis court. He probably seems real intense, like playing I, against it's you. It's like, like a step below Wimbledon. <laughs> it's not a bad step. Oh, but they got it all. They also had the indoor, there was an indoor and outdoor courts, y'all. Pickleball and paddle tennis. USTA professional quality all the way. So head over to the midtown.com slash CHGO. That's midtown.com slash CHGO to tour the Midtown Athletic Club nearest you. Midtown Athletic Club. Sweat it out. Ooh, ooh I like that. <laughs> Woo! Only sweating I do is on bets. Um, <laughs> tonight's CHO Bulls post game also brought to you by our friends at Empire Today. Ooh, that's our peoples. Them's our peoples. <laughs> With Empire Today, you get shop at home convenience for all of your flooring needs, the right products for your needs, quick and professional installation, and a low price guarantee. Empire Today is the best place to get new flooring. So, of course, they have copycats amongst their competitors. <laughs> but those copycats can't beat Empire on quality. Can't beat them on service or speed. Mm. So all they do is advertise low prices on low-quality products that they wouldn't even put into their homes, but they're mm. going to put them in yours just for a quick, crappy floor. That's it. Empire says, no, 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 no. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> their philosophy is simple. Help you find what you need, not overwhelm you with thousands of choices and substitutes. What Empire mm. leaves out of their selection of flooring op options just as important as what they put into it. Mm. They exhaustively comb through thousands of product samples every year to find the perfect styles to offer to their clients. They also have an incredible feature they call the virtual floor designer that you can use, and it's very simple to use, for a way, to use, uh, for, a way for you to see how your new floors would look in your space before they're actually installed. Mm. Really easy. Just snap a picture on your phone, instantly can show you how that flooring will look in different spaces yes. in your home. Yes. Empire prides themselves on their convenient shop at home service. They help customers shop for floors where they use their floors. Mm -hmm. So you can see exactly what the new floors will look like in your home with the lighting effects, with the surrounding decor, so you can make an informed decision. 
They also service their own warranty. If an issue does arise, just call Empire. They service all their warranties themselves. You don't have to track down a manufacturer and their phone number and get them to come out. Empire will take care of it. Yes, they will. Schedule a free in-home estimate today. All of our listeners can receive a $350 discount. What? When they use that promo code CHGO. Restrictions apply. See EmpireToday.com slash CHGO for details. Yes. 588 to 300 days. Empire Today. I love how you do just like sitting it down. Today. Just like the commercial. <laughs> I know. Oh, when, I know. Gr- when Grandpa Empire yep. rolls it out and then stands there all proud. Right. Like, I took care of y'all's floor. Right. He shouldn't do, do that. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just bust in the house and roll yeah, carpet right? out. Like, look what I just That's did. That's right. Feng Shui. I just floored the crap out of you. Yes. <laughs> now, Today. who's got an Arnold, Arnold Palmer for me? That's right. And who did it be? <laughs> Today. <laughs> oh, foolishness. Uh, shout out to, I saw, I think, Alec in the comments earlier. Hey, Alec. Alec. Um, but, 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 said uh, a win on his birthday. I want to hey. make sure we got the, the happy birthday shout out. Shout in out. There. I see it right there. Yeah. Hey, shout out, Alec. Alec Turek. Alex Turek, a win on your birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday buddy. to you, sir. Thanks for spending it with us. We really appreciate it's a it. Bold man. choice. Yes. And a good one. Yeah. I don't think it's a bad one. But that's a W. <laughs> you're you're going to get a goon of the night on your birthday. There you are. Even better. You see the belt? Yeah. Sitting there chilling? Oh, yeah. Yes. It's not the last we'll be hearing from Empire Today on tonight's uh-uh. program. Uh uh-uh, uh, baby. It will not be. Um, sp- and speaking of shout outs, before I forget, and then bef- and then we can dive back into tonight- thoughts on tonight's game. Sure. Uh, wanted to give a shout out to a couple of diehard Bulls fans I ran into last night. Okay. So I was out hanging out at I'm a flexing, bar Joe. in. Uh, my neighborhood, good old Roscoe Village, with our pal Cody from CHGO Cubs. Shout out. Cody hit me up. He's like, what are you doing? I was like, ah, just finished dinner. Might go to bed. He's like, come out. I was like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're just out watching some late night college football, sitting mm-hmm. there having a couple couple brewskis, chatting. And this guy comes up to me. He's like, hey, are you Matt Peck? Mm-hmm. I was like, yes, I am. Last, <laughs> I, last <laughs> I checked, that's me. And he, uh, he proceeded to introduce himself and his buddy, Big uh, Bulls fans. Yeah. Watch the show. Uh, Spiro and Raj. Very nice guys uh, that we were chatting with at, we were at a bar called Cody's last night. Oh, Cody. Hanging out with our guy, Cody. Oh, that he was in, He insists he owns the place. Okay. I don't right. think he does. You don't think? I mean, I haven't checked the paperwork. Okay. All right. But, fair. Just take his uh, word. Just take the, his word. As, as Cody was saying, solid vibes there. <laughs> solid vibes. Solid vibes. And ran into some fellow diehard Bulls fans. That's pretty cool, We had cool, a great man. chat. Uh, Spiro and Raj, pleasure meeting y'all. Appreciate the support. Thanks for tuning in. Great to meet y'all. It's always nice to run into Bulls fans. It is. About. Dude, it is pretty cool, man. Cody, why don't you hit me up? Why are you hit Matt up? Because you call he me? knows that I am enough of a bored degenerate <laughs> that I will come out just because. You ain't hit me up, Cody. Wait, depending on the time it was. I probably would have came, though. Yeah, it was like 9.30 last night. Yeah, if you gave me another hour, I would have I showed up. Ah! <laughs> I got I to start trying again. Yes, yeah, after, after a while, I just kind of like got sick. No, of trust me, I understand. Feeling rejected trust all me, the time. But maybe I told you what Dave, I was doing. Dave, can you come hang out with me? <laughs> Sorry, man, I got more important shit to do. <laughs> I never said that, not one time. But I did. <laughs> but I never said it. But it was the truth. But maybe I told you I was working on stuff. I was yeah, working no, on no, stuff, no. you know, getting some help and everything together. Now, I just, 
Things are coming together. You know what I mean? <laughs> things are being aligned. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And then you know, now things might be changing, you know, a little sooner. So we'll see. Just, yeah. Well. Yeah, give me a holler. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, yeah. But no, let me yell at Cody. Next, Dang, Cody. The, the time, yeah, I was going to say, that, this is on Cody, <laughs> yeah, not me. Yeah, Cody. The next time Cody and I go out drinking. Why don't you hit me, Cody? I will tell Cody. We hung out, Cody. That, that meant something to me, us hanging out last time. You and I sharing vibes and stuff. That meant, it meant nothing to you, obviously, sir. How dare you? Don't be like Joey. Be nicer than that. <laughs> uh, Anthony said, y'all need to come out here to Orlando for that game in February. Uh, beer tab on me. Uh, love to see Joe book it. Um, Shout out, man. Appreciate you always hanging out in the comments, Anthony. Appreciate your support. Ride or die Bulls fan, obviously. Uh-oh. I will not be going to Orlando. I, to say, I knew where this was going. I got people down in Florida. I would happily come down there, bro. We'll, I'll, send, I'll, we'll send Dave down there. Yeah. Get I got down there. I'll happily. But, Matt, I don't, I don't know if I can get Just like Matt couldn't get me to come back out, I don't know if I can get him to come to Florida. <laughs> if I went to Florida, I don't know if I'd safely make it back home. True. I mean, the only reason he's going to Texas is because, you know, he's, his nieces are there. Yeah. He, he would not be going to Texas. Safe little bubble. <laughs> Texas and Florida scare the bejesus out of me. Some weird shit that goes on down there, let me tell you. Yeah, I don't have to tell you, Anthony. You live down there. You know. Oh, I can tell you stories, Anthony. What, I was with, down your, there. what with your meth head alligators and all that? Oh, man. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, speaking of meth head alligators. <laughs> <laughs> there is no way to transition oh. that back into talking about a Bulls Pistons It was game. good effort, though. I appreciate that. Because it just would have been offensive to whoever I chose to compare to a meth head alligator. True. True indeed. True indeed. True indeed. Good. Even good if it was like James Wiseman. That's true. I don't like, know why you would compare him to a meth head alligator. I, you know, he's, he's had a rough go. He's trying to figure out his path in life as an <laughs> NBA player. That's true. Just like, Too just, bad we weren't playing the Hawks. We compared to meth dad. <laughs> like immediately. We're going right Wynn there. Quinn Snyder? Are you yeah. kidding me? Have you seen his glasses? He 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 is the son of a meth gator. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, he's got red, red frame glasses now. Like, he's like, clearly just steering into yeah. it at this point. <laughs> oh, my so we God. We've got bloodshot eyes. Right. <laughs> let's get red rimmed glasses. I'm here, guys. I'm ready. Just let's, go. Let's get some coaching. Just go all in. Coach, it's the fourth quarter. Uh... <laughs> Sherman can get us back going here in the comments saying, Pat looks like a player who go to the G League and retire within a few years. Damn. Chandler Hutchison 2.0. Ouch. Uh, plays like him is as forgettable as him. That's disrespectful, That's Sherman. harsh. Yeah, bro. But you know what? You know what Pat did tonight? Oh, God. Yeah, I do. I told I Yeah, I do know. Sadly. I mean, yeah. But when we were nearing the conclusion of tonight's game, you played with me. I t- did you see what Pat don't did tonight. <laughs> yes, I did. Because uh, his stat line was not impressive. It was pretty damn putrid there, uh, Matthew Peck. Tell, tell him about the rebounds part. I've uh, seen people in the comments so, talk about it already. But. I mean. <laughs> what are we doing? Four points. What are we doing? And there you go. <laughs> but zero rebounds. <laughs> that, and that's not all. Oh, wait, it is all. Zero assists. Had a block, had a steal. Okay. All of two from the field. Awesome. He didn't hit a three. He was 0 for 1. He did get to the line six times. He was 4 or 6 from the free throw line. But he was a minus two. So, and had a turnover. Ugh. That is just. Did, did I mean, kudos to him for getting to the free throw line. No, super kudos for doing that. But that's a rare sight. But when no, you see Pat taking six free throws in the game? Zero rebounds? What? Zero. <laughs> that's a thing now? 
I know Drummond was on the board. I get it. Yeah. He got his 13 and everything. Um, but Drummond played 14 minutes. You played almost 20. <laughs> you, you know, that's – come on, man. Zero. Zero. <sighs> we can be better than this. We Flip can be better than said, this, Don't man. disrespect young Pip by comparing the paw to him. Oh. You know, and I forgot about the young Pip nickname. Oh my shout God. out to Salim and Ed on Bulls Gold. Hey, because I was just guys. on that pod uh, this weekend Flex. talking about these things and saying like the re- this is not on anybody but him. You can't put this on Billy. You can't right. put this on system. Right. You can't put this on starting. You can't put this on coming off the bench. This is on you. Mm-hmm. Rebounding is effort. You have to get in there, you have to go in there, you have to get one. And the reason we put it so much on you is because you're about six, seven, six, eight, and yeah. you're huge. <laughs> you're not small. You are a huge man. And so when you get four points, I'm like, oh, well, where else did he make a difference? Mm-hmm. Damn sure one on the rebounds, mm-hmm. it didn't come like that. Even so, when he attacked the, the basket tonight, yeah, he, it, it just seemed like he did it with – Physical shyness. Ooh, that's a great way to say it, man. Like, you're attacking, but you're not attacking. Yes, yeah. Like, you're going through the motions, yeah. kind of. You yeah. know what I mean? Well, I guess I'm supposed to do this. Like, no, you're supposed to go want to be great. Ugh, zero rebounds is unacceptable. It's just the bottom line. Zero rebounds is just not it. It's not it. You know what is it? Tell me. The Go Talk Hotline. Hit him, Joe. Oh. oh, hold on! I didn't. I didn't realize we were going right into it. You oh, know, it takes really? A, it takes a second to throw up it's the goat. Fine. Thought we were going maybe you know ad break. Think, oh, you didn't it, hear the phone that. come in? Huh? No, I heard, it. I heard it. I heard didn't it. I heard it come in. So you know, usually we just wait. You, you know, usually oh, we just go full segment. Yeah, I, I heard it too. I heard it. I heard it. Yeah, would tell me to get it ready. It's different. Come on, Joe, hit me with it. That's where it's the goat. Joining us now on the Go Talk Hotline, it's our pal Will the Goat Gottlieb. Follow him on Twitter, oh. Will underscore Gottlieb, for all of his Bulls news reporting analysis oh, and the perfect quaffness. Will from the UC after tonight's win, what's going on, buddy? Yay! We got a W. Huzzah. How are we doing, guys? I feel like I haven't seen you in so long because the Bulls have been off for three straight days. Forever. What? Five and seven now, six and nine. We're we're back in a big way. Back in the group, <laughs> baby. They got, dub. they got a dub. They got a dub. Ten game, ten games in, four and six, right on schedule. <laughs> right on schedule. Hashtag yeah, continuity. Right where we want them. <laughs> uh, plenty, uh, plenty to dissect from tonight's game. Let's start with getting your thoughts on how the Bulls' second unit, even without Caruso tonight, who sat with the toe. <clears throat> is the unit that kind of turned this game around when it was not going well for the Bulls starters out of the gate. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's been kind of the story so far this year is like the Bulls starters kind of dig themselves in a hole and then the second unit comes in and locks them down and gets a ton of steals and gets out in transition and rebounds the basketball and gets easy baskets. And, you know, usually that's Caruso and Torrey Craig and Patrick Williams and Javon Carter. But today with Caruso out, as you mentioned, I would assume it was really – the guy who stepped up and had a fantastic game started six of six, I think finished six of seven, four steals, um, believe led the team in plus minus. And he was just everywhere. Got a chance to talk with him after the game and just kind of get a sense of what his mindset is where 
he's he's kind of been the tenth man on this team. Uh, typically, when everybody's healthy, Javon will come in before he will. And today, obviously, he closed. He played more minutes. Um, so he's you know just kind of given all the the standard you know comments about you know keeping ready and not being sure what was going to happen this summer because he didn't sign right away and not being sure what his role is. He said he found out Alex wasn't going to play like 40 minutes before tip. And he was like, all right, let's go, let's get it. Um, and so that was just an opportunity for him that he needed to be ready for. And clearly he was, so he played great. And Damar also kind of mentioned that uh, he, he took Iowa side at some point in the, he was like getting subbed out at some point in the first or the second quarter. And he was like, Iowa, oh, you just want us that quarter um, with, with your defense and the way that you were getting up and down. And I think he was totally right. I think I would absolutely change that game. Um, they got they got down by like ten points to the Pistons in the first quarter. Like that can't happen. And and Io kind of dug them out of that on his own. And really credit to that whole second unit, like Drummond getting thirteen rebounds in twelve minutes or whatever it was, uh, getting offensive boards. They just they really they have an identity, I think, more so than any other group on this team. And it really helped them get out of jam tonight. That is a fact. That is they definitely have more of an idea. Wow, that's so true. Mm-hmm. Um, Will, we saw Javon Carter go down uh, early, looked like he hurt his side, and then we saw him uh, with a, a knee wrap on also uh, sitting on the bench. Was there any news on Javon Carter, or it just seems like he'd be ready to go next game? I actually didn't even notice that. Um, so I don't know. Nobody mentioned anything about it. Um, I know DeMar uh, hyperextended his knee at some point, I think in the third or fourth yeah. quarter. He said uh, it scared the shit out of me for a second, uh, but he was fine and uh, kind of came back. And I, actually, I think that kind of got him going where yeah. he uh, finished the game pretty strong. Uh, but he seems fine. I don't know about Javon um, Caruso. Sounds like it's not going to be a longer term thing. Billy said, like, honestly, I don't know. Um, he doesn't want to, like, misspeak or say it's going to be X amount of time when that might not be the case. Uh, does not think it's a long-term thing, but I, I guess they'll check back in tomorrow ahead of the second game of the back-to-back. Uh, so, so still TBD on whether or not he can play tomorrow night, or has he already been ruled out for tomorrow night? Still TBD. I guess okay. they'll check in the morning. Um, what, what do you make of the fact that, you know, credit to DeMar, uh, as you said, he kind of sh- shook off whatever that, that knee scare was and finished strong, got some big buckets down the stretch, led the Bulls with 29. Um it, it just still seemed like a night when the Bulls starting five offensively were sluggish and that there was a lack of ball movement. The guys were not moving off the ball. I, I mean, I, I know it's a win, uh, and so Billy and, and his guys have to feel good about the fact that it's a win, but yeah. d- did you notice that, and are you concerned by the fact that for all of this talk, th- th- this half-court offense, especially among the starters, seems to be – problematic and lethargic still yeah actually billy the first thing he said when he came in was that he was really happy with the way that they were generating offense and that even though the shots weren't falling in that can be deflating but you have to stick with it i thought their first quarter like the the shot profile was pretty good they had i think eight shots at the rim and 11 threes um, out of 24 total shots so the vast majority of their offense coming from you know high efficiency spots on the court in the second quarter they got back into it, but they were shooting a lot of mid-range shots. And ultimately that's where they ended up kind of falling back into that identity for the bulls. Like 
what they're doing right now, the reason that they're getting wins when they are is that they are the best team in the league at not turning the ball over. They just do not turn the ball over. They had six tonight. And then they're generating a lot of turnovers, 16 for the the uh, Pistons, but they've just been really good at that all year. So it's like on nights where they get a lot of steals, get a lot of free throws, and make just enough threes, and then DeMar can kind of take them home, that's been the recipe. So on nights where any one of those things isn't there, it can be a lot more challenging. I still agree with Philly. Like I think they need to be willing to miss shots as long as as long as they're the right shots and not necessarily just fall back into what we've seen last year because at the end of the day, we know what that's going to be. And like that's kind of where they are right now, which is a team that's lost more games than they've won, a team that's had some really disappointing losses um, and some – some exciting wins, some unconvincing wins, but a team that's just at the end of the day not good enough to, you know, be a, a first uh, first round home team to be in the top four in the Eastern Conference, let alone even make the playoffs. At this point, they're out of that uh, out of that top ten. So, I think it's going to be a process that takes all season to see if they can really get to that point where they are playing a different style and I'm not sure they can get there. They've got, they're led by three guys that have been in the league 10 years that play a certain style and there's really no indications that they're changing. Um, so I guess we'll just have to see, but um, certainly like the, the turnovers and the free throws are going to be a big one that can kind of keep them afloat most nights. And against a team that's missing a couple of their best players, uh, a team that's really young and doesn't really know how to close or win games that can work out for you. Uh, Will, another guy I thought that played well for the Bulls tonight was uh, uh, Nikola Vucevic. Um, I thought he started a little slow, but then he started scoring more. Of course, the rebounds are going to be there, but the three-point shooting was better tonight than I've probably pretty much seen it all season long, uh, shooting a three of seven, um, going 42%, you know, from the three-point line. Um, what do you think was the reason he, he played a little bit better was it, do you think it was just him kind of finding his way, or was it more so Jalen Duran isn't out here? <laughs> I think that's part of it. Um, I think also Vooch is like obviously a very smart player, and I think he's felt. We talked to him the other day, and he was kind of saying that he's felt at times um, that he and Zach and Demar, you know, obviously not speaking for them, but he's kind of felt that the three of those guys are trying to uh, like think the game too much, and it's kind of slowing them down as opposed to just like taking the shots that are available. And it seemed like that's kind of what he was doing more tonight. He wasn't really hesitating. Um, he was looking at the basket when he got like a dribble handoff um, and actually taking those shots. Uh, seven threes is ideal for him. I mean, that's what he ideally should be taking. Um, and, he, and he just made shots. He was also working really hard for post position. I don't think James Wiseman and Marvin Bagley could really handle him. So he was kind of kind of eaten there. Um well, I mean, he's, he's just a very good player. I think that gets kind of lost in a lot of this is like the Bulls team has not been good. Zach has underperformed. DeMar has, is looking a little bit older. But like all these guys are still really good. So they're going to have games. They're going to have moments. And it's just about like, can you sustain that within a style of play that can elevate you to, you know, a, a higher position in the standings? Should we do some Goonies before we let Will go? Feels like it's time to do that. It's a W. It's Goonies It's a time. W. You know what that means, Joey Spavis? Joey Spavis, can you hit it one time for me, please, sir? Oh, oh it's right there. Uh, Fake uh, it out. Uh, there it is. Uh,
Time for Goon of the Night, brought to you by our friends at Empire Today. You see it. Oh, I love bringing this out and showing it to the world. One, because it means the Bulls have won, but two, because we get to show love to our people at Empire Today. Mm. But will the Go Gottlieb serve for you? Who is your Goon of the Night? Oh, it's a tough one for me today. Um, it is. Nobody like really stood out. Obviously, Caruso didn't play. Um, I'm going to go honorable mention to Andre Drummond for 13 rebounds in 15 minutes. I'm going to go honorable mention to Torrey Craig for 10 rebounds. That's a lot. And I'm going to give it to DeMar because he tied his career high with four blocks, and he just kind of took him home. Like It was like the first real good DeMar game I think we've seen this year. So I'm going with DeMar. All right, we're with the Demar. I, I dig it. Yeah, okay. Demar four blocks is, is crazy. I am going to split my goon of the night love. Ooh, okay. Between two very deserving people. Talk to me. Our guy Lawrence, mm-hmm. and our new best friend Casey McNeil. Shout out! I am giving my goon love. To hashtag potential downfall. (laughs) This silliness is honestly what I as a Bulls fan felt I needed. Uh Over the last few weeks, very rocky re-entry into a fresh season. I don't feel great about it. I think y'all know that. I Mm. don't feel great. That was silly and wonderful in all the best possible ways. Mm -hmm. And my favorite thing is, it was done in a way that was not mean-spirited, but... Poking fun at the Bulls while making Bulls fans laugh. Correct. Which you know, one of my favorite things. Oh, this is true. Especially when they deserve it because they're letting us down. Yeah, this is true. And what Lawrence did was hilarious. Yes. And brilliant. The creativity that Casey added on top of it. Yes. Um, also, shout out to uh, Winter, Win- Winter mm-hmm. who, who put the finishing touches on it. Mm-hmm. That's just Bulls fans being awesomely creative and collaborative together in unexpected improvisational ways. And it brought me so much joy. Oh, I like that. Uh, Joey Spathis, sir. Yep. Uh, of the night. Can't really believe that um, I get to be the only guy on the panel that's going to take Io tonight mm. and, and win and be correct. Mm. I'll go Io, leader in plus minus, four steals on the ground, lose balls. We already heard it from Will. DeMar said he won them that quarter. Rose to the occasion tonight. And I remember even when he first checked in, you were like, oh, they're bringing in Io before they even bring in Javon. Mm-hmm. And he was great tonight. Io DeSumo, our boy. Argayo. Argayo. Correct. I like that, Joe. Oh, man. You're right. This is tough. Uh, But Goon of the Night goes to Potential Downfall. Potential Downfall gets Goon of the Night. That is some Goon stuff if I've ever seen it in my life. Lawrence, that was an amazing, amazing graphic you put together. It was hilarious. When Casey... Put that voice on it. Oh, my Lord. It was great. But then when Winter put the video with it, it was perfect. It was awesome. It was special. I hope everyone in Bulls Nation gets a chance to see that video. You can watch our guy, Casey. He was here in the pregame with us. He is tall, Will. He's not small. He used to play ball, too. He's a tall dude, man. But he is awesome, man. Like He knows his basketball Mm -hmm. as well. Mm -hmm. He definitely knows what he's talking about. But that was some goon stuff over the weekend that just lets you know why Bulls Nation is completely, completely awesome. Potential downfall gets goon of (laughs) the night. Shout out to y'all for doing that, man. It was great. I loved it. 
I loved it. Potential downfall. Just an absolutely hilarious term. Just <laughs> absolutely hilarious. I love that, Will, you quote tweeted the initial, you know, yes. Dunk Central aggregation. Will kicked it off. Just saying, quote, potential downfall, yep. LOL. And then I loved even more that you followed it up with a you know a, a second tweet being like, by the way, I'm not insinuating anything here. <laughs> right, right. I just think the phrase potential downfall is really it's funny. pretty hilarious. And then it <laughs> went on from there. <laughs> and then it went from there. So. And Will trying to, you know, grab the reins of something that might spiral. Trying to read it in a little bit. <laughs> Good effort. No chance. But no chance. It was out of there, <laughs> sir. Once it's on the net, it don't belong to nobody it was, anymore. It, it was, was so great. It was uh, good. Are, are the Bulls in Milwaukee tomorrow, Will? Yes. The Bulls are in Milwaukee. I will be making the commute up north. Uh, <sighs> so I will not see you guys tomorrow. But I think we're back on Tuesday. Uh, we do have a show Tuesday. Yeah. Uh, uh, off, you know, non-game day show on Tuesday. But so I, that's we won't see you tomorrow because you're going to go up to Milwaukee. Bless your heart. Working hard, as always. As always. Follow our guy, Will to Go Gottlieb, on Twitter for all of his Bulls updates. Will underscore Gottlieb. Make sure you read everything he writes because it's all great. Yes, it is. All chgo.com is the site to find his writing. Will, have a great night, I'm gonna, buddy. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make sure I squat on the URL, potentialdownfall.com. So I'm not gonna <laughs> Watch out for the sequel, Will. Yo. Watch out for the sequel. <laughs> it's your phrase now. You've taken it. <laughs> Will, we'll talk to you soon, buddy. Have a good one. See you guys. What a goon. Goon of the night. Potential downfall. Potential downfall. In a world. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> Such silly nonsense. Oh, and I love it. Was it. Ridiculous. I love it. It was ridiculous. Uh, let's take a second break. We'll come back and wrap up with a few more of y'all's thoughts on tonight's Game Bulls Nation. Thank you for watching with us. Late on a Sunday night, hit the thumbs up if you're hanging out with us still on YouTube and you haven't done so yet. Mm -hmm. Tonight's CHO Bulls postgame brought to you by our friends at Circus Sportsbook who offer tight money line splits tight, and tight, tight. use that low hold model. At Circa, their games always strive to have minus 110 lines yeah. on the Circus Sports menu, unlike other sports books where often if it's over-unders, if it spreads, You'll see minus 115 or yep. minus 120 yep. instead of minus 110. And you might think, why? What the heck? Well, that's just them taking more of your money, putting it in their pocket. Mm -hmm. Not Circa. They'll almost always have those minus 110 lines for you, giving you great value. Mm -hmm. They also don't limit players based on their winnings. So every player has the same limits, unlike other books who limit their more successful winning players. Jerks. And if you're on a hot streak... You want to keep that hot streak going. That's what you want to do. And one more shout out to our pal Cody, who also does CHO bets. I've been tailing him a lot recently. I've been making a lot of money recently. Smart man. Dude knows his stuff. Yes, he does. Uh, Circuit even encourages their betters to download and explore all the betting apps that are out there. So you can mix and match, compare, and try different ones because they're confident that what you'll find is that they always offer you the best value. Certainly far more often than their competitors. They're real people. Too, behind the circus sports brand who resolve issues in a timely fashion unlike those other sports books who use that's right the dreaded jet bots oh joey get the bots i mean if if the bots don't get curbed from some of their power soon you know what we could be heading for potential downfall 
Never get sick of that. Do, do, do. All aspects of the Circa app are being run by the same team that runs the main Circa Sportsbook at Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas. Great place, great staff. Trust us. Yeah. Been there, seen it, done it. It's awesome. awesome. Download the Circa Sports Illinois app at circusports.com slash Illinois dash app. <laughs> Sign up today. Also, be on the lookout for Circus events. Uh, they did a great job hanging out with our CHO Bears crew for Thursday Night Football. Facts. Turned that into a fun party, I hear, despite the garbage football being played. Uh, they got watch parties. They got tailgates. All kinds of fun stuff in Chicago. If you or someone you know may have a problem gambling, call 1-800-GAMBLER. That's 1-800-426-2537. Text GAMB to 833-234 or visit areyoureallywinning.com. Also, shout out Brian Erlacher was there, and shout out Mike Singletary, who showed up to the Bears. Dude, Samurai Mike. Samurai Mike. I stop him cold. Part of the defense, big and bold. Can't do it. Can't do it. Cannot yep. coach them. Know what else I can't do? Cannot win with them. Cannot have enough Goose Island beer. Hey, can't do it. Can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> I want winners. <laughs> That's the Goose Island Beer Company. <laughs> One more time for Samurai Mike. Thank you, Joseph. <laughs> CHO supported by the Goose Island Beer Company. We are foolish. Chicago's beer since the Jordan year. That is 1988. Of course, you already know that. Rasta, y'all, the Beer Hug family, the 312. We yell the full pocket Pilsner, which there is no more of because it is mine and Matt's fave. So there's none left. Drink them all. All gone. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, it is time for Oktoberfest beer, y'all. Mm, mm. It is that time of season. Novemberfest. Oh, it's the reason for the season. So enjoy it. And it's tasty. So why don't you go get you one? Grab an ultra fresh exclusive beer at the Goose Island Original Brew House on Clybourne Avenue in Lincoln Park or from their tap room on Fulton Street in West Town. It's the Goose Island Beer Company. It's Chicago's beer, the true taste of Chicago. True taste. Taste, taste, taste. Uh, Joe, we got any super chats? Delicious. Let's do it, baby. Couple super chats here. We have one from AK. Bulls AK. won, but Levine continues to struggle with his threes. Yep. One for six. Notable was in the fourth quarter crunch time. He was not involved. It was mostly Demar and Vooch. True. Uh, we did mention earlier tonight's show that one three he did knock down was a big one. Yeah. Late in the fourth quarter, it was a huge to push three. the Bulls lead back up. Shout out to him for that. It was a colossal three that he hit, man. So I can't take that away. But he the struggles continue. Right. The struggles Which, definitely like, continue. With Zach is. I guess if you take a silver lining on that cloud right now, it's his. He's struggling from three, which is supposed to be one of the deadliest parts of his game. Yeah, he still had the confidence to take and then knock down that three when he was zero of six at that point. Great point. Like, and he also had a really ill layup yeah. <laughs> in that game as well, mm -hmm. man. So we saw little tidbits and pieces of it, but. Yeah, the shooting woes continue. Right. I don't know how long they're going to continue. Yeah. for Zach Levine, I mean. It's Zach Levine, dog. Like at some point in time, this has got to kick off. You, I mean, it's it's not the guy we saw finish out last season very strong. Correct. Not the guy we saw balling out in their pre in his limited preseason oh, minutes. Balled out, my gosh. There's yeah, there something seems off. Yeah, right now, not Something's sure off. what it is. We we you know he hasn't been on the injury report recently. I don't think there was that like back spasms thing that was going on for yeah. like a week or so. Yeah. Maybe there's still some lingering discomfort there. Yeah. Um, we'll see. I'm just like he uh, – Sherman in the comments saying Zach just doesn't look engaged much of the time. I, I think that to me is what it seems like right now. Yeah. Like Zach is off, but it seems like maybe it's being caused by some sort of mental detachment. 
I agree. It just doesn't seem like he's out there like balling, like yeah. Zach balling. No, that's exactly what I, I've said. Like, it just seems like he he's not involved. That's why I was like, where are you at? You know what I mean? So I'm screaming. It wasn't because of your game. Like, Simple question. Your head doesn't look like it's in the game. You know, it just doesn't seem that way. Yeah. And it's just got to get back, bro, because – you know, regardless of how you feel about the Bulls, I can promise you one thing. If he ain't right, this team damn sure ain't going to be right. Another super chat here from Ricky. Sadly, I think DeMar has to go if we want to see Patrick Williams and Zach's aggressive offensive abilities. Ooh. I've seen Zach's aggressive offensive abilities with him here. He had 51 this season, bro. Like, I've seen that. Pat? Yes. Pat is off the bench. <laughs> like, I, DeMar's I think not there. I think you're comparing apples and donkeys there. Like, <laughs> you know, Zach and Pat and their aggressiveness is not, I think, a same concern in that it's tied to DeMar's presence. Correct. Just Joe, do you guys think the team is the same as last season? Yes. <clears throat> Did I get that one correct? Honestly, it's, it's, it hasn't been as good. So I'm going to say no. Because last season they were better <laughs> at this point in time. They were. They were. Five and four. But that's not what you were expecting, Joe. I, I remember this now because I was ranting about the Bulls and their inability to get above 500 yeah. on a recent show. Yeah. Uh, they were five and five through their first 10 last year. Mm -hmm. We are four and six. So that's a little bit progress. Down. <laughs> Hashtag continuity. AK again. Bulls starting five, sporting a league worst plus minus rating. And as a team, bull bottom in terms of offensive and defensive ratings, Bulls have talent, but lack player and ball movement. What can Billy do to improve? Tell him to move. Like, <laughs> them dudes ain't moved. They're not Tell him to move. To move, dog. Like, get talk. I mean, I don't, honestly, I'm probably past the communication aspect of it because they're just a quiet team. Yeah. So I think I'm just going to be accepting of that. That's still, like, guys not moving. You know what I'm saying? And, and not knowing where to be and stuff like that. So I'm just talking about the offensive end. That's a problem because you're not a great three-point shooting team. No. So you're going to have to find other ways to score. And other ways to score, how about easy layups? Because you're cutting on the baseline and other teams aren't watching you. You have to outwork them if you're going to win this way, Bulls, because that's what they've done previously. Mm -hmm. They just outwork teams. You know what I mean? Like offensively, our shot isn't falling, but we're going to do all the right things on this offensive end. Going to be plenty of cuts. There are going to be plenty of pick and rolls out mm -hmm. there, picking pops and mm -hmm. things of that nature. We haven't seen that. It's been a lot of iso ball yep. uh, for the Bulls this season, a lot of one and duns, a lot of long twos and pump faking out of threes and taking long twos, I mean. So, yeah, those are things that they themselves can do to, to get better. That's very, very, very simple shit. Yeah. Um, any, anything else, Joe? Uh, yeah, we have one more here from the Duke. The Duke. The Duke. Who is that, Joey? Who's the Duke? The Duke is John Wayne. Come on, Joe. Why is it called no, defense? No if trying to score is offense, shouldn't they be? Shouldn't the opposite be called onfence? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> why don't we say oh. Why don't we say when one team outscores the other, they got offended? Yay, oh. Bulls win. Oh, enjoy your Sunday, too. Oh, enjoy your Sunday. Oh. Ah. Bulls win. There you go. <laughs> there you go. That's for you, Duke. Oh, we love you, Duke. We appreciate Thank you, Thank you, Duke. everybody, for the Super Chats. Uh, before we get out of here, just real quick, Bulls tomorrow night, as we mentioned, second night of back-to-back, -back, Milwaukee Bucks. Division team that we know very well. Mm -hmm. But first new look uh, at the – off-season changes, Bucks. Yes, correct. They uh, have 
Uh, guy named Damian Lillard now. But they have also struggled figuring out how to make up for Drew Holiday's Correct. absence Correct. defensively. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, they got Giannis, they got Brooke Lopez, they got some, you know, defenders on their defense statistically through their first 10 or so games. Yeah. Not great. Like, not elite Bucks defense stuff. Yeah, it, has, it hasn't been great at, at all. Uh, and actually, when the Bulls played them in uh, preseason, the Bucks, you know, kind of stomped them because they were really, really hot, you mm-hmm. know, from the three-point arc. Mm-hmm. But the Bulls' best thing is their backcourt defense. So not having Drew Holiday there to kind of thwart that on the Bulls' end helps the Bulls somewhat. You know what I mean? I was, I'm, again, it's still Damian Lillard. Right? I'm not taking nothing away. It's Damian damn Lillard, all right? But having more people to throw at Damian Lillard and I have to worry about a guy like Drew Holiday mm-hmm. uh, doing what he did best against the Bulls is, is definitely a good thing. So knowing that I can throw Caruso, Io, uh, Javon Carter, Kobe, you know, all those guys, I could throw them at Drew, uh, uh, Damian Lillard. And, right. and also hopefully, hopefully – do something on the offensive end because he's not known for defense. Maybe. It's not his thing. So maybe, maybe, hopefully, we can do something on the offensive end to make it work a little bit harder for Young Dame. Notice we didn't mention Giannis because there's mm-hmm. literally nothing you can do about that. There, there really isn't. Uh, who, by the way, dropped a fifty piece? He did in their second most recent game, which was a loss. Yeah. to the Pacers. Yeah, that one was a really fun one. That was on Thursday night. Mm-hmm. I recall, because I was like, this is way better than Thursday Night Football. The Bears are trash. Um, <laughs> but so the, the Bucks are coming in it tonight having lost their last two to Indiana and Orlando. Yeah. They lost by 15 to Orlando. Ooh. You got to imagine that the Bucks are coming into this game on their home floor yeah. pissed off. Not happy. Two straight L's. Yeah. You're supposed to be a top two seed in the East. Yeah. You're five and four. Watch out, Bulls. Yeah. Yeah, like I said, a struggling team coming in against a team that you know they love playing against Mm -hmm. because Giannis has showed you he enjoys playing against the Bulls. Yes. So, yeah, watch out, Bulls. Be ready for it. Zach, going to need you, bro. We're going to need you. And Patrick, we're just going to need your body. Uh, Patrick. We're going to need your six fouls. Seriously. You know what's Giannis. You know what's a smaller number than the ten rebounds that Torrey Craig had tonight? What's that? Zero. (laughs) Zero rebounds. Torrey Craig only had three points. But he had 10 rebounds, though. Like, I, I also – I think I saw somebody tonight or earlier in the comments pointing out that uh, Thompson had, like, a zillion rebounds in the first quarter. He did. Um, as someone who is the same size as Patrick Williams. Uh, he finished with 16 Jeez. rebounds to his hard Thompson. Good God. Uh, yeah, 16. Patrick had zero. <laughs> Awesome stuff. Bro. Awesome stuff, Pat. It's unacceptable, Pat. Uh, it's unacceptable. That was sarcasm. Pat, do better, please. Please. Uh, please. What is awesome, as always, is hanging out with you, our fellow Bulls fans, Facts. on these pre and post game shows. Thank you for joining us you late on a Sunday this. evening. Hope you all had a great weekend. Hope you all got out and enjoyed some of that beautiful fall Chicago Woo! weather. Last days, baby. Enjoy it. Glorious. Enjoy it. Yeah. Um, hit that thumbs up on your way out if you haven't done so yet. Make sure you subscribe. Uh, shout Empire. out. Much love as always to our pal producer Joey Spathis on the controls. Hey. Big Dave. Pal, the NWL Sports. And am Pack. Shout out to our guy, Will to Go Gottlieb, who joined us. Shout out again to our guy, Casey, who joined yes. us in pregame. Potential downfall. 
Congratulations. Great, greatest movie trailer narrator of all time. Congratulations. Uh, and the of the night, Spiro and Raj, nice to meet you all this weekend. See Red. Um, we're back tomorrow. Back tomorrow. Bulls, Bucks, pregame, 6.30. Yeah. We'll see you then. Have a great night. See Red be good. Potential downfall. Mm-hmm. Peace. Like the mayor.